wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello! Welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me today on this Monday, the 20th. At least for me, that's when it is. It could be any day for you. September 20th. Here we are, 2021. Still in the middle of a global pandemic. You see all the bodies in the streets? For over a year and a half, the bodies have been choking the streets. We've been having to use horses to cart all the bodies away. It's like the Black Plague again. Bodies filling the hallways. Bodies falling from the sky. Just bodies everywhere. Bodies. As far as the eye can see, this is a plague. The plague that's killing so many of us, right? Don't you see with your own eyes when you go outside? You see the dead everywhere. You see how all the cars are abandoned and all the homes and stores are abandoned, right? Streets are completely empty. Nobody's doing anything. Don't you see with your own eyes we're all dying? <laughs> do you see it? Do you? I mean, if you do, you're insane. You're insane. You That's what you see right now? I go outside. It's sunny. It's sure. People are... <sighs> Did I see a guy with a mask come into the steam room? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Okay? That happened. But it's still... We're in the steam room. We're still in a steam room. We're still enjoying life in a steam room. Life can't be too bad. I'm schwitzing. I'm in a schwitz. Um, does the guy know coronavirus dies at 80 degrees? Probably not. I mean, it's definitely like 100 degrees in there. He doesn't He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He wants to feel safe, and that's fine. He's free. Be free to feel safe with your mask in the steam room getting wet, basically waterboarding yourself. You're waterboarding yourself. You guys, but maybe that's what he wants, you know? Maybe that's sort of, he has a a crushing need in his life to waterboard himself. Maybe he went overseas and did some waterboarding himself, you know? Maybe he took an Iraqi or two and was just like, tell me where Abu blah, blah, blah is, you know? That's the, yes, notorious Al-Qaeda leader Abu blah, blah, blah you know, was found through uh, enhanced interrogation techniques. They don't tell you that, okay? They don't tell you that in the media, right? They don't tell you that in Hollywood with their zero dark 30s and their uh, liberal Chinese propaganda narrative. They don't tell you that. (laughs) They don't tell you Abu blah, blah, blah was found when John Schwartz waterboarded a poor 16-year-old farmhand. And that's how it all... That's how we broke this whole thing wide open. It's the fucking farmhands who knew everything. Yeah, you you think it'd be government officials or... I don't know. People high up, you know? People with a lot of influence and power. But no, it was the peasants. Peasant children. That's who we go after. That's what we need to do. Is torture the peasant children. And... Okay, now I'm sorry. I got off track. This is not at all... What I wanted to talk about uh, just launched right into torture. What a, what Mondays? Am I right? Huh? Just <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, just wanted to talk real quick about Bitcoin, or perhaps not really Bitcoin itself. See, here's the thing: I put Bitcoin in my um, the description of my podcast. I uh, consider myself a Bitcoiner. Should I? Would I consider myself a toxic? 
maximalist? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'm an extremist in that people are like, it's all Bitcoin or nothing and you shouldn't even touch any shit coins and you shouldn't even do any of that. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a freedom. I'm a freedom person. I'm a freedom guy. You know, that's like if I was like, you know, you should only smoke weed. And that's the only drug you should ever do because it's the best drug. And all the other drugs lead back to weed. And weed enhances all the other drugs. And weed is what you do to recover from all those drugs. So why even fuck around with all those other drugs? Just smoke weed. Okay? I could do that. I mean, I, in fact, believe that. I be- That's a belief. That's a conviction. I believe that if everybody switched from whatever their drug is and just, you know used marijuana thc in whatever form they find works for them i think that's a great substitute for a majority of the substances you know alcohol tobacco all that shit i mean sure there's other things it's not for everyone is it for everyone no it's not some people have psychotic breaks you know some people have uh you know they can't handle it some people feel nothing should we force those people to smoke weed too should we for you know under an autocratic totalitarian dictatorship where i have i get to do whatever i want it's my it's prima nocta okay i can fuck your fiance on her wedding night i can do that because it's that's what god says all right so if we had that going on sure okay maybe i would mandate weed smoking make everyone smoke weed make them mandate it mandate the smoking weed Okay, you. I don't care if you have panic attacks. You're smoking it right now under the threat of hanging. I'm gonna hang you. Here's your. Here are your options, peasant, farmhand. Uh, it's either you swing from the barn, or you take a little toke. You know, say, hey, would you rather do? What would you rather do? Would you, you want to get high, or you can get strung up high? Huh? Is that you want to fucking smoke trees or swing from a tree? Okay, <laughs> what do you have? Here? This is not a. Uh, a dictator this is a dictatorship well this is more than that it's a let's say it's a theocratic theocratic it's a three theocratic um totalitarianism that's what i'm going for so it's like god i'm the conduit to god and um if you whatever i say is basically like what he said he's basically speaking through me i mean i'm just not even he keeps telling me i gotta fuck all your wives i don't know why I don't want this. God wants this. Don't you understand? I'm sacrificing myself like Jesus for you. But instead of getting hang on a cross, I'm going to be banging your wives. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Uh, well, that, I just went off on a tangent there again. I was wanted to talk about Bitcoin, but not Bitcoin per se. I mean, Bitcoin, you know, price action. What do we talk about? 10% dip today, 10% crash, flash crash. Is that a crash? To some people, it's a crash. To others, it's an opportunity. To some people, it's, oh, no, it's blood in the water. And to other people, it's just like, take my dry powder. Take it. You know, this is a great opportunity for a lot of people who wanted to get in at a certain price. And now they find themselves at that price point and they can go in. You can see the buying pressure is pumping it up. I'm not going to do price talk. You can go a million other places for that. Here's the thing. I'm not I'm not some expert. I I mean I bought my first Bitcoin in uh, 2014, 2014, 
but then I sold it two years later. You know what I mean? I, I don't consider myself some OG. I had no idea. I had no clue what any of this shit was until last year, until 2020 is when it all finally clicked. Seven, six, seven years it took for it to really click. And honestly, that a lot of that has to do with the fact that I had um, no stability at all uh, financially. So there was no real... You know what I mean? When you're just constantly living check to check and just, there's no savings. There's no thinking about, you know what I mean? That's why I just, anyways, I don't want to talk about Bitcoin itself because I feel like there's so many Bitcoin podcasts, though I suppose in terms of a search engine optimization type thing or marketing thing, if I just kept it to Bitcoin, I'd probably have a much better audience. Not better. I'm so sorry. You are the best audience. Bigger, not better. Okay. I, please. Forgive me for even, it was a slip of the tongue, it's not Freudian, okay? I don't think a, uh, I don't think a bigger audience is better, and I don't think an all-Bitcoin audience would be better, okay? I don't think it's better. <laughs> I hope I've gotten my point across that I don't think it's better. I just meant bigger, larger, you know, metric-wise. I'd probably get more numbers, okay? You focus the thing, you get more numbers. Comedy is broad, Comedy could be anything. Also, who the fuck am I? Who the hell is this guy? Like comedy, you know, a comedy podcast works when somebody people know who you are. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who I am. I mean, I'm, yeah, an open micer at best, okay? I'm a 10-year open micer. <laughs> I'm a grizzled, hardened open micer, you know? So I'm not green, but, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a name, Okay? I've been a working comic. Have I worked as a comic? Sure. Have I gotten money for comedy sets from a comedy club? Yes, I have done that. So I guess I could call myself a professional or working comedian. Bookers have called me that, okay? So I'm not I'm not going to be all trying to like put forward my bona fides, you know, to be all like, hey, man, I'm really a real, a real no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, okay? Um, nobody knows who I am, so whatever. It is what it is, but you if you take that journey down the Rojan Kimcast rabbit hole, you will see that I'm, uh, I think I'm pretty consistent, and I think I'm a particular taste. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, when I find an audience, and as I find my audience, it will be spectacular, because there will be a like-minded thing, okay? So that's one of the reasons why I don't go all in on the Bitcoin talk and talk about Bitcoin all the time. And there's plenty to talk about. You talk about price. You talk about the network. You talk about the news, El Salvador, whatever. So I don't necessarily want to talk about it, But I do want to talk about one piece of news that happened in the that's Bitcoin related. And that is the, um, the, the country of Hungary. Hungary, right? Yeah, Hungary because it's Budapest. Budapest. So in Budapest, they debuted a, this uh, statue of Satoshi Nakamoto. A statue of Satoshi Nakamoto, you know, and people came and took pictures. They're like, wow, look at the statue. Wow. And uh, I I would have to say that the Satoshi Nakamoto statue in Budapest, Hungary is gay. Okay? It's totally gay. It's totally, I mean, it's just fucking, I mean, I think I'm talking literally looks gay. It looks, the guy, the, it looks like a gay dude at a rage. I don't know what's, not that whatever i'm not gonna do the seinfeld not that there's a there's everything wrong with that okay according to jesus christ 
<laughs> everything. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, according to the Jews, the Abrahamic religion. All right. Um, it's all right. I just mean it just sucks. It sucks. What the fuck is it? First of all, it's like some weird that one of those chromey faceless people, chrome faceless people, faceless chrome guys, except no wait, He does have a face. Okay. So that's the, even see in my mind, the statue is better than it actually is. In my mind, it was a faceless mirrored statue man, like a humanoid with a blank face, featureless, flat mirror. And then you could see yourself in it. You know, that could, that, I mean, that's kind of, that's corny too. That is also, that's also gay. Okay. It's also because there's kind of a vanity to that. There's like vanity plus idolatry. Okay. And then, and do I mean it's homosexual? Um, sure. I also mean like, you know, so figuratively gay, uh, and then literally gay, literally gay, right? That just, he, it's a slight, slight of build, slight, can't tell. I mean, is it a man? Is, I guess it's sort of uh, asexual or non-binary. I don't know. And he's got a face. The face. And then because you have a face, it kind of makes it uh, more specific. But the face itself is so general, the specificity is lost. You know what I mean? The the Okay. It's also the statue is wearing a hoodie. It's wearing a hoodie. Uh, like, you know, like Mr. Robot guy you know like a hacker like like the basically the most normy basic ideation of a hacker the most it's like you got like your mom and a couple of her friends to describe what a hacker is and they'd be like i think he would have on one of those hoodies he would have a hoodie on and it'd be black he'd be dressed in black and i think he's you know in the sh- he's shadowy that's basically what elizabeth warren described shadowy shadowy super coder you know that's that that's what's in every mom's mind when they think of like a hacker or someone who's even good at com- if you can port forward on your router that's that's what she thinks you look like, okay? Okay, if you can sign into your router and change ports or assign IP addresses, you that's you. You have a hoodie on, you're really skinny, you look like you need to be fed, you know? Oh, someone should give you some food. They all look like they, they all feel like they want to take care of you. You look so skinny, but you're also got the hood on, you're kind of shy, but you're also very skilled. You might be kind of autistic, I don't know. That's what I feel like they think um, hackers, computer people look like, and that's what the statue basically reflects. Is a it's a guy in a hoodie. I don't. I keep saying it's a guy, but it's not clear that it's a guy. It's some kind of genderless chrome humanoid in a hoodie, and then the hoodie, of course, has the Bitcoin logo on it, right? Because that's. You know, he's putting on the hood because he's like, I don't want you to know who I am. He's putting on the hood to be like, I want to be anonymous. Then the hoodie he's wearing, he wants to you to know that this is, I'm into Bitcoin. Or I invented Bitcoin. I mean, I, I am Bitcoin. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's the, the symbol. I don't even think Satoshi came up with the symbol. I mean, he might have gone, disappeared before the symbol. But maybe he liked it. It's kind of like Jesus wearing the cross. <laughs> it's kind of like if Jesus started rocking the cross, it's kind of weird. Um, right? Like that's 
I guess it makes sense. He's like, yeah, I'm down with the squad. But it's also kind of, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. You would never expect Jesus if, you know, or when. Let's just say when. When the Lord returns, would he be rocking a sweet cross? You think he would rock one of the like, sweet cross with him on it? You think he would rock a cross with him on it? I mean, that's worse than a shirt with you on it. You know what I mean? There's like people that, or like Steve-O tattooed himself on his back. So I guess I guess that's not. That's worse. I guess somebody out Jesus. Jesus. He jesus him. He out jesus him. Huh? You think... You think you could come back, wear a cross with you on it, hanging from the cross, and that's the reason why we all wear crosses is now you're back and you're wearing a cross too with you on it? Well, fuck you. I tattooed myself on my body. Boom. I, even Jesus would be like, oh, God, Jesus. Oh. Or, oh, me. He might say, oh, me. Oh, my. I don't know. I don't know how Jesus swears. It's not, I can't, that's not taking the Lord's name in vain, is it? No, that's speaking for him. <laughs> I guess that's is that worse to put words in Jesus's mouth? Uh, I think so than just saying the word Jesus. Um, is Jesus part of that rule? Is the thou shall not take my name in vain? The is that wait, fuck, is that number one? No, number one is no gods before me. I'm talking about the commandments, ten commandments. Number one, thou shalt hath no god before me. Number two, thou shalt worship no graven images. Um, nor make images in my likeness and blah blah blah. That's the picture one. That's where we get that Muhammad rule. Is three? I think three might be name in vain, and four is honor thy father. I don't really know. <laughs> I think I know uh, the commandment. I can get as far into the commandments as I can. The ten, uh, the Bill of Rights. Uh, Bill of Rights. There's one is speech. Two is guns. Three is quartering. Four is search and seizure privacy, and then that's it. Five, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Five, that's right. No, that's it. Oh, see, that's about as far as I can get to about four, right? So you got your uh, no gods before me, no graven images, take my name in vain, honor thy mother and father. And I know there's the killing and the stealing and the coveting of the neighbor's ass and wife or whatever, or wife's ass. Thou shalt not covet thy wife's ass. Okay? All of that. I know it's in there somewhere. Just like I know, I don't know, the fucking what. <laughs> I know states' rights is in there. And, uh, and I know what's what else is there. Um, oh, uh, oh, the fifth. I know the fifth. You plead the fifth. You, you only have the right to not self-incriminate. Great. See? Five. Oh, great. So now I'm a little bit ahead um, on the Bill of Rights than I am the Ten Commandments. And I don't know. I think that's fair for the modern age. Okay? I know a little bit half of my rights. And I I know, uh, I don't know, a little less than about 40% of my, the sins I should not commit. I think that's fair. Anyways. So the statue, right? This fucking statue. I don't know. I guess it really, you know what? It really kind of set off this thing in me about what is this thing about, you know, it's number two, idolatry. What's this thing about idolatry? We have this thing with building idols. We have this thing with making statues, making things, and we all look at it and we go, yay. And we just, what you know, I just wonder what that, what is that? What is it? Is it some strange human thing? It's a human, perhaps it's because we're visual. 
perhaps it's because we are also um, linguistic. You know, we have a language, and language implies like um, concepts, mental concepts that we all come to share, uh, just have a shared consensus on. You know, like in the stuff that Plato used to, you know, he talked about, like the chairness of things. You know, you have individual chairs, but then there's a chairness, and we all agree upon it, right? So then you can build a statue of that ideal. So I guess that's maybe, you know, where a lot of that kind of comes from is this idea of we have this thing in your mind. We all have this thing in our mind, but we make it real so we can have a shared thing. And I get that. But in some ways, I think it's very limiting, and I, I can see what God was getting at with his with the number two, right? Like with number two, so number two is all about like you uh, you won't can't worship any idols, including idols of me, because you end up worshiping the idol itself and the image itself, but not the idea. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. It is pretty crazy. It is pretty like uh, whoa, what? Like it's um, kind of makes you think God's a woman. I mean, make kind of. Kind of does make you think God is a woman with that, right? It's pretty wild. That's wild. I can't because she's like, well, the picture is it me you love or the picture of me? And you're like, oh, geez, okay, all right, I'll stop jerking off to your picture. Jeez, she's uh, you know, she thinks it's cheating. It's cheating when you jerk off. It's cheating when you jerk off to my picture because that's not me. That's me from that moment in time. But that's not where it's like, whoa, I'm cheating on you with uh, you from the past. And then she'd be like, no, it's not me from the past. Every moment of time is a separate universe. So it's literally another person. So you're like, wow, I, you could actually, I could actually cheat on you from the multiverse. Is that what you're saying? There's infinite realities and there's infinite versions of you. But if I don't fuck this particular one in this reality, it's cheating. And she'd say yes. You know, she most women would say, I don't know. It'd be quite a lady who'd be like, no, that's me. Maybe, <laughs> that's fine. You could have an orgy with a uh, hundred versions of me. I don't care. Like, you know, that would be crazy. That would be, is that a keeper or is that a, uh, you know, is that a uh, fuck him and chuck him kind of situation? I don't know. Or fuck, or try to find her f- twins, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, idolatry What's up with it? What's up with it? You know, we can't help it. We can't help it. You know, Satoshi Nakamoto was pseudonymous. Satoshi Nakamoto wanted to keep it that way. Satoshi Nakamoto made sure that no one would know who he is. He could be dead for all we know. His wallet, everybody in the world is watching that wallet to see if anything, a single Satoshi, anything, anything moves. Nothing's moved. I mean, if he's alive, it's he's like the most patient man I mean, he's like one of the richest men in the world and hasn't touched any of it it's unlikely i don't know maybe he could be there he could be i keep saying it's a he too i mean i guess it could be a she it could be a they oh my god his pronouns could be they he could come out and be like my pronouns are they them and uh, and this is why satoshi nakamoto come out and be like i am a binary uh i'm a non-binary genderqueer um I don't know, wonderkin or whatever they call those furrykins. I'm a furrykin. I'm a gender queer furry positive kinderkin. I don't know. I'm just making this stuff up. I don't know. I mean, I guess you might as well. I'm a non-conforming trinary 
um, homosexual, homosexual. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's one of the reasons why I don't like the idea of uh, making Satoshi Nakamoto like real, making the, not uh, him real, like putting him into a concrete form. Even though that is our compulsion, we have to. You know, even with Bitcoin itself, Bitcoin itself is a, it's non-tangible, it's digital, but we want to put it into, we want to put it in a hardware wallet. We want to have it in open dimes. Open dimes are these, you know, cool little USB sticks that you can put a Bitcoin on. We want to physicalize the world because we can't help it. it we are physical beings in a physical world. I mean, even if we're in the matrix and it's all simula simulation, you know, the programming is still geared toward a physical world, Some simulacrum of a physical world right we exist in space right so we can't help it we can't help but to keep the contents of our mind um we can't help but to keep like visualizing them you know we can't help and making them real and physical you know we can't help but to, we want in a way I can kind of see what the Jews are getting at because the Jews are the ones who wrote all this, right? Like they see what they're, they, it's this idea that like, if you can physicalize God, if you say like, this is what God looks like, then someone could appear on earth and be like, I'm God. That's me. Right. And you want to eliminate that possibility. Right. So like a king can make an idol in his likeness and say that that's God. And therefore it's me. So, uh, to avoid that, to avoid all that stuff, you just say, no, he's, he's not, he's faceless. He's an idea. There's no, there's nothing. Okay. There's nothing. And you're like, nothing. And you're like, yes, nothing. This is where you came from, and where you'll go. I'm like what? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, it's a wild, it's sort of a wild concept, right? It's a concept that goes beyond, but it also is like solidifies mental concepts, intellectualism, right? Reading words. You know, linguistics, like all that stuff gets solidified with this idea of a God that's just the word. God that's mental content, you know, not a physical being, not something that's capable of manifesting itself. I mean, God can manifest himself physically, but there is no physical manifestation of God, right? And that's just how it is and then you know the whole jesus thing is that like ah now i did it by blasting a load and this chick this poor farmhand and now she's gonna have my kid right and now there you go there there's now there's a visual there's a you know there's a guy you can all point at and hang up on a cross and beat the shit out <laughs> torture him for three days kill him kill him in his prime hang him on a cross for all to see that's what i that's what kind of god i am uh you can beat and torture and kill my son and then you're all forgiven right that was the story there which which in a way is like creating a statue it's a satoshi nakamoto statue right it's a satoshi nakamoto statue jesus christ is a satoshi nakamoto statue <laughs> except the story is way cooler it's not a gay statue you know it's not a um half-hearted attempt at uh, tourism and marketing you know um i don't know i i think people compare bitcoin to a religion all the time they're like oh it's like a religion you know there's a pseudonymous founder mysterious founder who do you know you never know and then there's this sort of uh belief messianic belief that it's going to change everything and then you know the destruction of the world will come but out of its ashes will be this new system you know and the and all that stuff very religious sure i get it 
But the thing about religions is that there's a guy, always a guy associated with religions. You know, every religion has a founder. So you, you know, what I mean, every religion. You're like, oh yeah, it's either Jesus. You got your Abraham. You know, you got your Muhammad. You got your Confucius. I mean, it's not really a religion, but whatever. And a founder, right? You got your, you got your Buddha. You got your. I don't even remember the. Um, and then with like Hinduism, with like the more the mythological religions, they it goes back to gods. But then there are definite gods. I mean, in Korea, the ancient like pagan korean stories about some tiger a tiger and a bear fucks or something i don't know just something like you know it's why it's like animal spirits whatever but there was still uh, um there's still people gods people with names you know people who would be who could be depicted unless you're unless you're one of the the three abrahamic except for christianity christianity really just said fuck you to number two right because the jews and the Muslims, they're like very pretty strict about this. Like, ah, we don't do that. We don't make them into pictures and stuff and worship them. But Christians were like, ah, well, but look at what if we made Jesus look like awesome with flowing hair and shit ripped? What if he's like ripped? What if he's like hot? What if we made him like look hot? And people were like, okay. I mean, I think it's also, you know, Christianity is very, um, it's one of those that really converts you, comes after you. And so Christians came across a lot of pagans and they're like, all right, how about, okay, let's strike a deal here. Okay. I mean, Christians were Jews, of course. So they had some good negotiating tactics and they were like, all right, you say you believe in Jesus and God and all that stuff, the Bible and all, you know, the church, you believe in all that. And we'll let you have the rabbit for Easter, the Easter bunny. You can have that. Okay pagan weird pagan bunny fertility thing but you can have that you can have saturnalia which is the yuletide celebration the winter celebration the solstice celebration um <clears throat> we'll throw in the trees the nordic stuff the trees and the red and white iconography iconography that denotes the amanita muscaria mushroom that they took psychedelic trips with you know we'll do we're just we're just we just incorporate it all we'll just get it all in there we just uh we're just an appropriating it's just uh, cultural appropriation. <laughs> We're the best cultural appropriationists, okay? Because it's all in the na- name of the Lord, all right? So, yeah, you can have, um, you can hide presents under the tree, just like the mushrooms would pop up under the tree, and, and then you dry them like the stockings are over the fireplace, uh, same red and white iconography. You can have that, okay? Doesn't bother me as long as you're like, it's Jesus, so they did, you know, um, and I think that that maybe there's something to be said about that. There, it's like if you can't beat them, join them, right? You can't get it. It's a sort of. I think Bitcoin is kind of infectious, like a Bitcoin is a virus. It is. It's going to infect everything. It has to. It has to just because it's just sound the best money. So people want the best money. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. But I do think that you know, Bitcoin itself is. It's the only cryptocurrency, right? It's the only cryptocurrency where the founder is pseudonymous, where you don't know who these, who it is. You don't have a founder. You don't have this guy you can point to, and then people idolize, and people go, wow. You know, people talk about it. People, oh, this is what he wanted. This is what he wants. You know, because even in Bitcoin, people are like, we don't really care what Satoshi wanted, per se. You know, it's gone. It's He's gone. It's gone. It's, it's out of his hands now, you know? 
we know what the what the vision was we understand you know with the pseudonymity what the purpose of that was you know the peer-to-peer thing decentralization all that stuff nakamoto consensus right that's really what makes bitcoin bitcoin is the combination of things um combination of all these little technologies that were in the past put together and then a way of everybody forming consensus around the mechanism and agreeing you know a way to validate the network uh i don't even know what i'm talking about right now see here's it's religious there's a religious aspect to it sure but i would concur i would counter that with let's just take a look at some of these other people with these other cryptocurrencies like for eth eth for example is headed by a guy named vitalik buterin if you look at the guy, you'll be like, what? This guy's in charge of my money? If you look at the guy, he is a frail, sickly-looking chap. He also is really kind of ugly. Uh, I, I was trying to pull punches there. I was trying to describe him in a way that was nice, but I, he's ugly. He's ugly, weird, skinny, ugly, skeletor motherfucker, kind of a... Uh, almost like the, the guy, Gareth on the wa- on the the office the british office you know sunken in eyes gang- but i don't think he's as tall but just that weird just uh, his his whole inspiration for ethereum is when he found out they like nerfed one of his items on world of warcraft or something and he said he cried himself to sleep i mean nothing about what he reveals is just is gives me any confidence uh, that this person should be in charge of financial, the global financial system, or should be, have any say in a giant network. But he does. He does have say. He, Vitalik can say this, and then he, Vitalik can say that. You know, in the past, they've rolled their blockchain back on his say-so. Who knows what he's at? He says he's not, you know, the Ethereum Foundation is decentralized. Okay, are you sure? Vitalik, you know, he's out there doing shit. He's like a billionaire, right? You sure, buddy? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I can't tell you if he's a scammer. A lot of people say, yeah, he's a scammer. The whole thing's a scam. It's all a scam. I mean, I could honestly believe that he cried himself into believing his mission, right? Maybe he's really like, this is really the way, you know, and he cried, and, he's a, and he wears unicorn sweatshirts and claps when he laughs. You know, like, I don't... So it's as... as uh, as terrible as that is for me, uh, maybe uh, tons of people can like that, and that's fine. It's just like the weed thing. It's just like you like, uh, well, I don't know what I would say. I guess it would be like f- flaca or like, <laughs> you like synthetic cannabinoids, you know? You like that? You like that? You like to just do the thing. You just start going to spasms and get really addicted and just some weird research chemical that's supposed to be weed. Uh, you want to do that. You want to smoke flaca and bite the shit out of someone's face. That's fine. You do that. You want to do bath salts. You want to do, you know, you want to just start shoving things in your body. You don't even know what it is. You want to start getting vaccinated every day. Get vaccinated every day. Every day. Let's see what happens. Nobody's done that. Nobody's done it. You want to do it? Go ahead. Okay. You want to buy ETH? Go ahead. That's fine. You want to have a bunch of ETH? You want you believe in ETH because of Vitalik. <sighs> okay, go ahead. 
okay, go ahead. You know, because like if you want to buy ETH because you're like, it's going to go up and I'm going to cash out. And like, okay, that's, you're, that's a trade or a gamble, sure. But if you're like, I'm buying ETH because look at Vitalik. Vitalik is, I believe in him. I believe that we all cried that night when they changed his level 20 fire sword to a level 10. I believe we all cried. You know, we are all Vitalik in that way. It's just, it's hard for me to get come on board. You know what I mean? It's hard for me. It To me, it just seems like that's a weak guy. He seems like a smart guy, sure, but he seems kind of like a pussy or a bitch. I don't know. He's crying. He's crying about his computer game. And then he made a world computer. That's, this is the story. Yeah, all right. Okay. You know, and then, okay. And then, of course, my other uh, favorite, one of my favorite um, crypto leaders, uh, inventors of cryptocurrency, of, of, a cur- of the head, figurehead, let's call him, figurehead of the cryptocurrency Cardano, Charles Hoskinson, right? At the, ver- at the very beginning, I listened to one of his little lectures. I listened to like 20 minutes of it. Then I saw he had like two, three-hour lectures. This is lectures and lectures. It's on a whiteboard going on and on about the blockchain and how the, the proof of stake and this and that. You know, what are, all this stuff. I'll just All these Ouroboros, I don't know, just saying things, Haskell, just saying words, just saying the programming and talking about academics and telling everything. You know, Charles Hoskinson, you know, genius, man, professor, st- uh, he presents himself as almost like a you know a professor an old professor is an academic and then i found out the guy's fucking like 30 or something the guy he you know he looks like full bearded he's like and he acts like he's like well you know but he's like fucking 30 why is he acting like that why is he acting like a boomer why is he acting like he's a tenured professor uh that sends Indiana Jones out or so that's what he kind of dresses half like Indiana Jones. He dresses like an archaeology professor. Why? 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 He's just some dude. He's younger than me. He's some he's just some guy. He's playing, you know, see to me, that to me screams scammer. I don't know. Vitalik, I'm like, that's probably him. That's he cries. He's he picks his boogers and eats them on camera. He's just all the all this stuff is all known. It's all out there, but that's that's probably who he is, you know? But Charles Hoskinson is a fucking faker and a fraud and a fuck and he acts like he's fucking sixty years old. That's the biggest red flag for me. Anybody who's young who acts old, like old old, that's just like why? What are you doing? What are you doing? I can understand if you're old and acting young. I get that. Maybe that's how you always acted. Maybe you just want to, you don't want to be all old and you don't want people to think you're all lame. So you're trying to be all like, look, see, I have fun. You know, I could see that. But to be all like, uh, I'm an older man when I, but you know, when you're not, I don't know. To me, there's something, is that, is it, is it because when you're a kid, the girls always like older guys and now it's kind of like, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's, you know, I don't know. I, it's duplicitous. There's a duplicity involved that I, I just don't like. Well, it's fucking scamish. It's con artist. This is what a con artist does. Take on an entire persona so that you, what you're doing is you're, you're putting money into the persona. You're putting money into this. You're like, oh, I, this is, this guy's believable. He's a professor. This guy's believable. He looks like he's been in the field for 20 years. Looks like he fought Nazis. You know, he must've fought the Nazis back in the day. Now he knows what he's talking about. But no, he's not. He's 30. He's not even. I mean, that means while he was a kid, he was acting like an old guy. What the fuck? 
Is he just going to do a Benjamin Buttons and age backwards? And how does any of this, why, do you know what I mean? Like, why would this give me any confidence in the, a cryptocurrency network? What's it supposed to do? It's supposed to do what Ethereum does, but it's way smaller. It's supposed to do <laughs> and run by a scam artist. I don't get it. I don't get why. But, you know, the marketing is good. It's still around. People are like, yeah, you know, they buy into it. They buy into it, you know, because we can't help it. We are idolaters. We're idolaters. We look at, we want to worship. We want to put things in categories. We want to have um, tangible divinity, okay? We want tangible divinity because I think, you know, if divinity is tangible, that means you potentially have it. You have access to it even. If you don't, if you don't have any divinity in you, maybe you could buy it. Maybe get a little something off someone, right? Maybe you get a little bit off. You know, I think that's what it does. It, it again, it's like um, this push and pull between the earthly plane and the the spiritual plane, right? The plane of mental concepts, even. I mean, let's say you're a total atheist, you don't believe in spirit. It's still like psychological. You get it. It's a realm of psychology beyond what's in front of you, beyond the phenomena, you know, beyond like physical world, beyond materialism, beyond all of it. Um, and so the, the idolatry, what it does is it takes that spirit, takes those mental concepts and shoves it down into earth, right? Forces it to take form. It's like you're grabbing something out of the ether and then just forcing it to take a form so that you can now have mastery over it. It's your slave now. You think you're godly? You think you're divine? Well, now you're my bitch, right? I don't know. Something human, human about that. Something human, the need to make what is completely free, subservient. Can't help it. We're fucking dicks. <laughs> We're fucking tyrants. I think all of us are capable of being slaves and tyrants, right? All of us know that if you're not in charge, you're the one probably getting uh, you know, the shit kicked out of. The shit rolls downhill. It's best to be the one shitting. Best to be the one shitting on everybody instead of being shit on. Sure. Right? You get that. I get that. It's 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 part of coming from uh, a very harsh monkey lifestyle you know we were monkeys out there it was very hard not easy i get it all this stuff occurred because of that makes sense on an evolutionary scale maybe you know it all makes sense but it's gay okay <laughs> it's <laughs> i mean it's fucking the statue the no you know, the other thing is like a, a committee came up with it. They were like, this is a great idea. <laughs> Art by consensus, right? Yes, this is a great idea. We will do, you know, and it, in effect, creating just an eyesore and really a if we were in the time of gods, if we were in a time where we really took this shit seriously, we would say, oh, this is, um, first of all, it's some kind of blasphemy. I don't know. It's not blasphemous. It's just not tasteful. There we go. It's just like, come on. We did, we need this. It's kind of gaudy. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of gaudy. Not G-O-D-D-Y, but G-A-U-D-Y. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, idolatry, right? I mean, come on. I live in L.A. It's, you know, we're in a social media landscape. Everybody wants to be an idol. Everybody's committing idolatry all the time, every second, right? Can't help it clicking that phone, clicking that buttons. It's idolatry. <laughs> worshiping that phone, worshiping those little images, worshiping ourselves, 
wanting to be worshipped. We want those likes. We want to know how much adoration we have. We want to know how many followers we have, how many worshipers, you know? Because, like, you know, gods need worshipers. They need followers. If you don't have any followers, if you have no followers, you disappear as a god. You know, if nobody follows your religion, then your religion ceases to exist. And that's what everybody's competing for. Everybody's competing to be part of the pantheon. Everybody's competing. Everybody is part of their own reality show where you get to see the trials and tribulations. Everybody is also running for office and making sure you know that they're the best person out there. We are, I believe, and I approve this message, and I'm the best person in America or in this country. And also, they're the head of HR. So they also have to go around and be like, this person said this, this person said It's very exhausting nowadays to be a just a regular person. Every regular person has become elevated or reduced to an idol, right? Where you're constantly trying to be the star of your own narrative. You're running for office so that everybody thinks you're a good person. And then you're also head of HR trying to root out the non-good people, right? It's very, this is what everybody is supposed to do now. This is what everybody's supposed to do. This is what idolatry brings. Do you see? Do you see? You think I'm a madman ranting and raving about the Satoshi Nakamoto statue that I am now going to call Satoshi Nakahomo? You think that I'm crazy, right? You think, oh, he's just ranting about the golden calf, about how they put a golden calf together and worshipped it. <laughs> you know, ranting, there he goes again, ranting about a religion and Bitcoin. There it goes. Okay, talking about Vitalik and Hoskinson again. Fine. Whatever, yeah. I think this is why we're in the state. Not why. You know, I don't think there's no singular answer. This is just another symptom of the fiat world. Another symptom of the craziness we're in. Another symptom, and honestly, you know, they were on a gold standard when they worshipped the golden calf, right? They were on a... (laughs) I think. I mean, I don't know. They were on... They didn't have fiat when the fucking Tower of Babel fell or whatever, or fucking they crucified Jesus. Or you know, we've made mistakes. We've been blasphemous. We've done a lot of wrong, done a lot of harm. So this is no different. I'm not saying this is anything particularly special. It's only special because I'm alive. You know, if I was not alive now, it wouldn't matter. I'd be alive at another time, and something might be happening then that's so crazy. Wow. Black Death, oh my God, it's so crazy. World War II, so crazy, you know. Things are crazy. Things are crazy all the time. Just because I'm alive now doesn't mean this is the craziest time. It's just that I'm alive now, so it's, you know, I'm dealing with it. And so are you. So anyways, stop the idolatry. (laughs) That's number two, guys, okay? Number two is very important in both the Bill of Rights and the Ten Commandments, right? Right to bear arms and... Stopping the idolatry. I think with those two things, with those two things, you could really turn this place around. You could turn the country around. We could turn the world around. We could turn our hearts and minds around. Okay? You tear down that Satoshi Nakahomo statue, and we need no idols. We don't need an idol, and we don't have to be one. Okay? You actually, you know, maybe live for higher ideals, live for some kind of truth. Some kind of understanding of reality, understanding of knowledge, understanding of anything beyond, you know, the Met Gala, beyond virtue signaling, you know, beyond fucking politics, whatever, all this shit, which I managed to avoid this episode. So, huh? How about that? Huh? 
didn't go screaming about the vaccine mandates and the fact that uh, they don't work and uh, the all that stuff. You know, I I will, I will, I will. Just wanted to talk about the statue of Satoshi Nakamoto, the idolatry therein, and just like uh, how we can't help but to create figureheads in a tribal way. You know, it's probably a reflection of our tribal background to create some kind of God figure, something, some leader that we all worship. Anyways, thank you so much for speaking of idolatry. Please follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Please follow me on Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rate and review or whatever the fuck, you know, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Please come to my website, Rojan.kim, where you can read some of my writings and sign up for my newsletter which is not really a newsletter i don't really say the news it's just a perhaps a monthly rant i I gotta probably update that a little more often but anyways thank you so much for listening um until next time goodbye